0: This is the word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. I want us to read Luke. Luke tells you to look. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, Who will commit to your trust the true riches? So there is the unrighteous mammon, which is the money that you spend. And then there is what is called true riches. First service, all through April, I'll be talking about the spiritual man. In this service, we are talking about true riches. And in the next service, I'll be talking about Times and seasons of your life. According to God's word. True riches. So the Bible says that if you have not been faithful, that means there is a connection between how you handle unrighteous mammon and how you enter into true riches. So if you have found one thing in your relationship, what is called the unrighteous mammon, and then I will define this in a while then you might not be able to walk in true riches. True riches is not money. See, as I begin today, part of this message will come as a warning. Let's have a say, God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That will mean that the attention of God's people should be on true riches. But then you must know something about unrighteous mammon. Now, the story where this uh, scripture is cut from, if you read the entire story, you will get an understanding that unrighteous mammon represents money. In that sense, material things. True riches is the opposite of unrighteous mammon, but there is a relationship. True riches is not tangible. True riches is not a physical thing. And if you give attention to the physical, you might miss out on what is called true riches. Hallelujah. When nobody was found to open the seal, Revelation chapter 5, and the Bible said that, talking about the lamp of God, thou was slain to receive glory, honor, power, riches. It's one of those things. Now, again, because I'm just doing an introduction, we go here and there, but from next, we so begin to pick them one after the other. So, Jesus, when he resurrected, one of the things that he received strength, he prevailed to receive, he received riches as one of the things. What is the lamb that was slain? To receive power, not only power and riches. But this is not a, an unrighteous mammon. This is true riches. Hallelujah. Are you tracking with me? So, there is what is called the true riches. But let me look at it. Let's begin this way. One of the things I want us to understand as God's people is to learn to put attention. Now, all through much, I was speaking at the first service about the loss of the spirit and we major on the importance of the word of God and that God's highest manifestation is his word. We might have to visit some of these things here and there a little. And what I want to say from there today is that in Christianity, once your attention, if you focus on what is physical, when I was talking about the Word of God, I started by saying that Jesus appeared to a man. And when he was going, he told the man that, seek not vision anymore. I am more real when you cannot see me than when you can see me. He said, because I am always in my word. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, in the school of the spirit, the intangible is superior to tangible. For instance, Hebrews 11 says that, by faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So that the things that appeared were made of things that are not seen. So, everything you are seeing was produced by what you cannot see. So, what you cannot see is superior to what you can see. Are you getting what I'm saying? That must have made Paul to say 7, 7, 4, 5, 7, that why we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen. So spiritual-minded people uh, oh, that's supposed to be. We'll talk about that next week. They look at what cannot be seen. This is why a little one in here. By the time your faith is in any material objects, anchors were taken from Paul. It's a scriptural. But if you are waiting for a pastor to prove an anchor chip, without knowing that the Holy Ghost who will empower the anchor chip lives inside you. You can see the anchor chip, but you cannot see the Holy Ghost. But the Bible is teaching believers that we look at the things that are not seen. Once it is seen, the power begins to diminish. That was exactly what Jesus said to Thomas. Everybody told the Bible so he didn't believe. Then when he, saw, he said, my Lord and my God, he told Jesus... And so I said, Thomas, you believe because you can see me. Blessed are those who cannot see, yet they are believed. There is a blessing. God is invisible and he loves it that way. He is connected. It's your spirit that sees God. But it's not a physical thing. So the moment you want to put water on your file, uh, put oil on your file, without knowing that when you put those fire between your two hands, he said in my name they shall lay hands on the sink and they shall recover. There is a greater anointing in you on your palm than any material objects. Can I hear amen? Yeah. So the same thing goes for true riches. Money is not paper. As a matter of fact, there was a time that they were doing trade without money. So once your attention is on this paper, whether dollar or naira, you'll miss the true point. But I'm not even someone talking about money I know part of you will talk about possession of, it, but I just want to, even though they say that, and every person, their prayer is filled with, Lord, I need this. Lord, I need that. See, this is why, when people are like that, when they are blessed, they will backslide. That's why believers travel abroad and then they can't pray anymore. Once there is comfort, no more, Nepal don't take light anymore. Now, there is hospital, you go to hospital and the free health care, everything, they just stop praying. But those who have been seeking God in spirit and in truth, nothing can satisfy the hunger in their spirit. Because it's not after anything materialistic. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So, if the only time you have, (laughs) Amen. While I was thinking about this and looking at different aspects, the Lord gave me a word and this will come like a warning. That's why I want to read 1st, Timothy 6 to us. We are about to join into something. If we don't get there today, no problem. You will live long. I will live long by the grace of God. So continue. But I want to start from around verse 4, verse 5. And I want us to pay attention. He is proud, he knows nothing. Verse, Verse 6. We brought nothing but godliness with contentment is great gain. Godliness. When contentment is great gain. Now, I understand the reason for this warning. If the opening statement is not well understood by you, the fact that believers don't look at something tangible, look at something intangible. Tangible things will trip you off. Now, look at it. We, Bible says, verse 7. Godness, We say we brought nothing to this world. It is certain that we carry nothing out. This might be a message to young men out there listening to me. In the days of people hustling, in the days of people, you know, some people day and night, all they live for is how to make more money. They think about it. And the Bible says that if you love gold, you will not be satisfied with gold. It's amazing that certain things of life, the more you pursue them, the more they run away from you. So that it becomes a rat race that is endless. Next verse. This is very uh, powerful. haven't food and raiment. let us be there and content. Next verse but they that will be rich. <laughs> Amen. See, so when Jesus was talking about the rich man, he talked about, so is everyone that is rich not towards God. There is being rich towards God. That is not a problem. But they that want to be rich for the sake of material possession. The Bible says, they shall fall into temptation and snare. And into many foolish and hurtful laws. We draw men in destruction and perdition. One day, one of the mothers of one of us said, she came to us that she was not even born again, that she was a young lady. And these people that we go and do jazz to hypnotize people, to go and bring money from their house, they will tell you that if you bring money, we'll multiply, and they will disappear with your money. And they met the mom. I just said, I'm not interested, and walked away. So those men went to the native doctor that gave them the chance. It happened South South. And they said that, that yeah, we have been able to do below, but we met a young girl does she have a banjo spirit or boy? Because the thing didn't work on her. And the man said, no. The man told them, I see this charm everywhere in the world, that it only work with people who are already covetous. That's what they, they told them. He said, any man or woman that there is no affinity for an possession, it cannot work. Because spirits don't even bend the will of man. So doesn't get people, there must be a measure. And you know, Temptations are tailor-made, and there is a difference between ready-made and tailor-made. My suit is ready-made. Ready-made is not. Ready-made means that you just buy what they tell you is your size, but tailor made are better because a tailor measures. Because when you say, all they do ready-made is just to say that six feet, uh, they say uh, waist thirty-six. Length 42. But you see, we have forgotten that a man can have waist 36 but length 48. Someone else. So if I ask other people that are 6 feet in this church to stand up, they are not, they don't have the same statue. They will have the same height. Some of them have a bigger chest. Some of them have a bigger waist. Some of them have a bigger stomach. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying? I don't know why you are laughing. (laughs) Are you getting what I'm saying? So, waste and so, so, but if a tailor is to make a cloth for, let's say, five guys, all of them are six feet tall, but somebody's hand is longer than the rest. Someone's neck is longer. They are all six. Somebody can wear maybe 16, somebody is 15 and a half. That means if they are to buy ready made, they won't just buy size 16 shirts. So it will fit one of them more than the rest. But if it is telom, the telom comes. So he's going to take into cognizance the differences in their body structure. The same way, Satan being the old serpent, know you all he knows about you are the things you have revealed to him. Because he says, that's why they are called familiars, they are very familiar with you. So now, the target, you will not be tempted with what you don't like. Even among people who don't know Jesus, it is not all men that are drawn towards women. There are men, even some terrorists who have vowed they will not marry. There are men that their weakness is not a woman, but don't put money around them. And then some people put them in the pool in a pool of money. Even unbelievers, they will not touch what does not belong to them. But anything is cats. So, people don't have a problem with the two, but pride. So, when Satan wants to make a mantle, so he hit Jesus in Luke chapter 4 and in Matthew chapter 4 from the, all the three angles. Because all that is in the world is the lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. They are the three realms of temptation. There's nothing more. All others are distributed under these three categories. And when Satan wants to get a person, it makes a temptation that fits you. Now, if you love money, mm, the Bible said that they that want to be rich, once there is this craving, I must be rich, I must be rich, they need to tell a lot of people to calm down. You know, part of this message, I would say, um, there was a time one of our parents thought that. Uh, maybe I did agree with what I was saying, but later I started sending messages and even said, that thank you for what you have been saying. In some cases, some people are under the pressure of their parents to bring money up to do anything. Listen to me very well. And that's why I say I will give this warning to all people that are here, especially young men, even women. Don't get into death, get into trouble, because you are trying to meet a bill. When I talk about... uh, Third service I'll talk about since I will explain certain things, but just listen to me very well. Don't be pushed. Don't be pushed. When you are desperate, you will fall for temptation. And when you are desperate, your eyes because the dimension I want to go today and stop in a while. My, I don't know. The timekeeper, they don't like me. They're already showing 10 minutes more. You see? The, only the love of God is real. <laughs> Can imagine our own church? All of us are members of this church and some don't like me in the same church where we are all worshiping Jesus and so they cut my time short every time. (laughs) But the beauty is that we will continue next week. Are you with me? Are you following me? Because of the angle I'm coming from, which is the fact that I will begin to show you from the word of God how to focus on the intangible. When you are desperate, it's always about tangible. So, in that Genesis, chapter 25, I think we start from around verse 30. So, Esau came and he said, I am hungry and fainting. See, this is how many years ago the Lord taught me, if you begin to exaggerate your situation, you're about to fall. I don't know why my life I'm the only one. People have experienced some things more terrible than yourself. See, The way Satan works on people's mind. You begin to magnify what you go through. So there will be an excuse to do something wrong. Man, Esau only did not eat that money. And he said he was fainting. So what about those who fast drive? I I don't understand why you go out in the morning. Yes, you are hungry. But he began to use very... When I talk about spiritual, when we get to a point in spiritual, man, I will explain to you why you should be very careful about your words. They affect your life. And we call Jacob the con man. But sincerely, who is the con man here? Only thing that Jacob did was a fast play on him. Jacob must have been thinking about the value of bat rights. In those days, firstborn, we have double portion. That is where the old story of people saying the double portion of your anointing. Elisha did not ask for the double portion of Elijah's anointing. Second Kings chapter 2. He did not ask. He asked for the double portion of his spirit. In other words, he actually asked for the right to be the prophet instead of him as the firstborn, right of the firstborn. In those when he said I want the double portion of your spirit, I want to take your position as a prophet over the land. Of course, with ayah and So, in those days, God told families, firstborn, they were entitled to double portion. And from the time of the law, they were told to bring firstborn to the tabernacle for dedication. And then God said, all firstborns, they are mine. They are still God's people. Maybe I should speak by the Holy Ghost to some of the enemy. If you are firstborn of your family, and you are not serious to your spiritual life. I feel so sorry for you. The enemies will fight the firstborn more than any other person in the family. It is true. Jesus is the first begotten of the father. Satan has never appeared to any one of you physically to give you three temptations. But when the first begotten came into the world, as only begotten, the Lucifer, you will be attacked more because you opened the womb. There are laws about that. God Satan hates God. He cannot hurt God. He hurts him by hurting people that God loves. When God said, Firstborns are mine, Satan heard that. He will always go for firstborn. How many firstborns are here? (laughs) Some some don't want to raise their hand. It doesn't change the fact that you are firstborn if you like keep your hand behind you that will not change your position if you are the firstborn let me see your hand you are the firstborn I know some of you can understand what I'm saying because sincerely somehow when you win your siblings will win yes so you are attacked more immediately the, the firstborn landed and God declared this is my only So Satan came for him straight away it's true. There are false bonds, even in every industry. If you are the pioneer of something, yes, in Nigerian gospel music, there is the firstborn. bond. Somebody involved force. That person is on your head, they will break all the eggs and everything. You open the door. It was our bishop that was that I opened the TV ministry for all other pastors. He suffered they, not a, they fight in fought. Even some died. He decreed to enter TV. Now, if you have money, you go to any TV. In those days, with your money, they did not want gospel on TV. There is an African nation that Abisha I I had to tell the president of that nation if you refuse to give us airtime, that in three months you'll be dethroned. And that happened. president came to beg in Nigeria and he was restored. Then he gave them free time. But here we cannot carry money. So this is why I don't speak against fathers. No matter what. Uh, It greets me when young people and that is the order of the day. Listen to me. That which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination. You cannot be trained by Facebook. Don't let Facebook tell you how to talk. All these silly ideas of share your thoughts, share your opinion, say your truth. Many Christians are behind all those movements. It's a rebellion against God. Where they are going is to emphasize and worship individual, worship man, worship humanity. As opposed to God. Yes, you know people don't read behind the scene. All just join them to see any slang, but you don't know where this thing come and where they are going to. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Glory to God. Yes. Is somebody following me? Yes sir. Hey. Anyway, thank you, Lord Jesus. I just spoke to somebody if you are the first, but let's move on, and then I'll stop in a while. So, this is very crucial. Esau said, I am fainting. And he said, can I have that bread? And Jacob thought about it. There is nothing precious. There's nobody here that at least there is one intangible wealth that you have. If you are patient enough, conversion will happen. It is true that law, the energy is neither created nor destroyed. I will give you one that you. We are going to go to God speaking to Solomon, God speaking to Abraham, Genesis twenty-two, Solomon 1, King 3, about riches and wealth and how these people and God speaking to David, uh, 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 Psalm eighty-nine, how your life can be built on covenant and covenants don't fail. That's where I'm hoping that every moment we get to, your business becomes a matter of covenants that God has sworn an oath over, that as far as this one is concerned, even if a nation goes down, nothing happens to you. This is where we are going, but we won't get there today. You know, God can show over your marriage, even over your, over your children. Yeah, that for this nothing will happen. There was a CNC man that God told that for your generations after generation, that sickness will be far from you. He did something more than he heard the voice that as, as you live and your children, they will never. I met the third generation. It's nobody, Christian. He drinks. He said, But we don't fall sick. It's a covenant. He said that I am 52. I've never swallowed one pill once. I said that I thought about it. Some of the people here, you know the person I'm talking about. One of the vendors was the manager there. He will be drinking good. He told me, he said, I've deviated from the way. He said, I know Jesus is Lord. I love God. He said, Boy, share it. But he told me, he said, Saints. He said, Boy, our father. Walk with God and God give them a person. Part of it is divine name. That he runs in the family. He said, one day we are told. Fire was burning the house. Everybody was looking for water. I said, My grandpa ran inside and brought his Bible out. Ancient Bible. Pointed at the fire and he went off. He said, we saw these things. He said, he, he said, me, I'm not a pastor. I'm not serious. I go jump once in a while. I have He said, I do all the bad things. He said, but the covenant is still working. He said, I just don't fall sick. He said, once I'm tired and I close my eyes, when I open it again, it's gone. He said, grandpa told us that no sickness in this family. That beats record of many. Because God is a covenant keeping God. I read something about this, about Coca-Cola families. God is a covenant keeping God. When he said to Abraham, "By myself I one, but those are the later part that we look. I just want to stop on this one point today, because I don't want to get to the, the uh, temptation of saying too many things. Are you getting what I'm saying about the tangible and the intangible? The guy signed everything. There is nobody here that you don't have at least one blessing. It might not be. Look at one that you might not have paid attention to. Proverbs twenty-two, one. What's here? See, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. And then I'll conclude on this, uh, Jacob. What's the proverbs? Everybody read it together. Wait. You know what the Bible says? Sometimes you need to read some scripture in a modern translation. What the Bible is saying is that the value of a good name, if you put gold, there's a documentary on gold mafia recently, if you put gold, or you put oil. Maybe when you convert this one, it will give you uh, $50 million. The Bible is saying that a good name. I will never forget, was it BMW? That they made a customized car for Nelson Mandela that it did not even need. With his name, there was nothing. Companies in the world, they asked Zidane, when was the best player in the world, is ambition. He said to sit down with Mandela one day, even if it's just for one minute. A good name. These are the things, part of the things that Satan is attacking and causing people to shift their focus. See, you might not have 10 million in your account right now. If you have a good name, protect that name. Because one day it will fetch you more than 10 million. Can I hear amen? In the foolishness of people who have wrecked their soul, in looking for money. They have told some to bring their children for money ritual. When Satan asks for something, it is because by divine destiny, that son or that daughter used for money would have been the one that would be a blessing to the family with peace and joy. One child, somebody won maybe $50 million or so. The parents used to be teachers. They poured their life teaching other children. They didn't know that one day this boy. You see, one day God can pay you for years of toiling. Make no mistake about it. When the Bible says God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love, it means one thing that it is an unrighteous thing for people to serve God wholeheartedly and for God to forget their labor. So the Bible says that God is not like that; it's not unrighteous. So dad is teacher, mom is teacher. They are paying, being paid enough. The story does not end there, brother. One of the sons one day will come and build for them what those who have been stealing money cannot build. And now they will dwell in this one with confidence. They will sleep and snore. They are not afraid of EFCs so or anything coming after them. Godliness with contentment is a great game. So if you have a good name. Men and brother, protect it. It's more valuable than what you are looking for. God gave it to you—a good name. I don't know whether somebody's earning this money. Amen. Can I speak to ladies? Your beauty, your virginity, everything—it's a blessing. Don't waste it. So Esau said, that's what that story is. Original. And for somebody, that's where the law we have may start from. Not Solomon, all those things. And Daniel. I will talk about later how wisdom can be converted. See, there is nothing like nothing for something for nothing. No. When we give tithes, God said, I'll we'll open the windows of heaven. That window, it's not that a physical window we we'll open. They don't have windows in heaven. Because God is not hiding from anybody. So, <laughs> so, what kind of window? Is it the sliding glass or what God is saying is that I'll open the window, and that means when you are a giver, it's not that automatically money will just come to you. It happens like that. What God does is that he will inspire you to do something that will bring surplus. Because the equation is that you must always do something. Do you get what I just said now? Yes, it will just inspire you to do something. It might be what you've been doing before but now it produces a different result. In fact, you can upgrade the work of your hand by upgrading your giving. Now, I'm not talking about giving this money, but I'm just telling you, that is the truth. Now, people have used it to collect money from people, but the truth of the word of God cannot be, the truth is the truth. Amen. Any kind of sacrifice will always attract something. But that's not our focus today. But just follow me as I'm saying, the tangible and intangible. And let me end with this guy's story. Are you getting what I'm saying? The Bible says, give me that scripture, does. So Jacob said to Esau, swear to me. And Esau said, I am hungry. You are talking about bad rights. Ah, may you never speak like that. If you don't sleep with me, I cannot marry you. I don't believe in. And then here you go. You lay your body like a log of wood and let it go. Because you are dead spirits. My mates are married. If I don't marry, anyone making that kind of demand cannot really love you, period. He will respect your vow to keep yourself. After all, you won't marry me. Hey, marry me now so that you have free access. Unlimited. Unlimited data. <laughs> are you following me? <laughs> Glory to God. Esau so said, Behold, look at exaggeration. And when people come to me sometimes, I'm wondering, why you say nothing is working? And you still walk on your leg to the office? I said, Pastor, you know, there's nothing in my life that is working. Even your voice will teach you are saying it, it's still working. Some people cannot talk. How can you say nothing is working? You are here to tell, you carry yourself. In some cases, some people will drive to the office, you park a car. you come down from the car to say nothing is working. Why don't you say the exact? I'm not saying you don't have a problem. Mention the issue. But don't say nothing is working. You eat brain fire. Your throat works. Your stomach is working. It will give you food. It will devour it. Convert it. And you are breathing. So don't use the word nothing. Oh, my business is down. But don't say nothing. I don't anything. Whatever I do is just not working. Even when you wore the clothes, it entered you. I said whatever you do. I Don't know why I'm not successful in that. but you successfully wore your shoe. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Yeah. It's funny, but it's exaggeration. Look at what it says. I'm at the point to die. Abba money. Maybe Pepsi will help you a little. It won't feel you like food. But he said, I'm about to die. And what profit shall this bat write? Ah, oh God! What profit shall this bat look at the way he said this bat writes? And the man he was talking to was all his life praying. Can you imagine? Is there is it that there are things in your life that you don't know how valuable the apostle knows? You despise that boy knows. You are three in your family. All of you are wonderful people. Though you are not rich yet, Satan knows that the way these people are, in the next 10 years, these are the families ruling Lagos, and you, you despise it. All we do is to sit down, they just call you. One lady said to the boyfriend, all you come today just to come and quote scriptures. You just come, you Say on well, my bed, he said, you brought a small cake and then, you know, you know some brothers have gone through. <laughs> When, when you are a guy, he said that, you know, he was, he was this one girl was in Osu, and on her birthday, he carried cake. We all contributed money to help him with the cake. So, he carried the cake, and when he got there, there was another guy that was trying to impress the lady. That was, it's common now, but it wasn't common then. That was the first one that did it that we saw that time. For your picture to be scanned on a cake. So, there was a guy in Osu that was trying to wound the girl. That one went to get it should be like triple of the size of our brother's cake, and put the girl's picture on it. The brother said that, even himself, when he carried the cake, when he saw it, he said, <laughs> he said, in his mind, he lost the game. He said, let's be very honest. He just surrendered. Now, this is the funny thing. He said that the, the sad part was, so he said that he just put it on the cake. He said, the girl said, they were waiting for our parents and some other visitors to arrive. So the girl said, So she put the big cake, the were well one, at the center and said that, Ah, while we are waiting for our parents, let's just entertain at least those who are already around. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> when our friend got back to see, him, he said, <laughs> He said, Now my cake, they, they take entertain. <laughs> Ordinary guests before the main guests. (laughs) They (laughs) think (laughs) they (laughs) paid (laughs) him. (laughs) He (laughs) said, (laughs) That was all they did, my king. They used to entertain ordinary people before the extraordinary people showed up. I pray for all the young men. May nobody chance you in life. Hallelujah. Awesome. (laughs) Lord, I have to stop. He said, I'm dying. Next verse. I'll stop in two minutes. My time is up. Jacob said, don't die yet. (laughs) He said, don't don't die yet. Let's sign contract first. He said, and he said, swear to me. This day. And the Bible said, he, he swore to him. And sold his birthright unto Jacob. Next verse. Then Jacob gave him bread and potterless, and, and he did it and rose and went away. Look at the concluding part. I like the column in between. The Bible says, Thus Esau despise his birthright? If they know your family to be a good family and you don't have much wealth, hold on to that name. Something is coming from it. He sold it. Now, can you imagine when the father now blessed Jacob? Esau was angry. Who is a crook here? They did not appear on borrow that time. They swearing was to sign with your signature. That from today you are the firstborn and the second born. You sold it and he gave you food for it. He paid. Yes, he tricked you to a boy. You sign. Then you now want to come back and receive the blessing of the firstborn when it mattered most. And Jacob got it. So Jacob was not the bad guy here. Esau he so sold it. When you sell somebody, you can't sell somebody, sell your car to somebody, and go back and say you want the same car. Does he despise tangible and intangible things? True riches are always in intangible form. Either in wisdom, power, the blessing. We'll talk about this thing. Let's rise. Is someone blessed today? Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. I say to everybody here, no matter the level you are right now, your day will come. The Lord will not forget your labor of love. Your time will come. Your lifting will come. The Bible said, be followers of those who through faith and patience. Hebrews 6, 12, inherit the promise. One of the things that should settle your hearts, if you are not patient, you can't walk with God. He does not rush. But when it comes, it comes big time. It comes big. It comes big. I am encouraging everybody here. Every day you go to that same office, it looks like nothing much is happening. Oh, 300,000 per month. And there are needs on every side. Is this how I will continue? Is this how we up? And there are options. Number one, shut down all those options. You don't need them. You don't need them. Your heavenly father knows that the 300,000 truly is small. There is a plan. There is a plan. There is something in you that the enemy is looking for desperately. Do not give him. Yes. Now it is two, three years now. You have opened that business. Nothing much is happening there. Keep praying. Bible said the money, so you are saying the evening. Do not return. You don't know which one. One day, one day, will be a time that there will be a payback. God will never forget anyone who calls on His name. You are free to challenge Him in heaven. If after calling all the way, at the end of the day, there is nothing, there will be a time that the Almighty God will visit you. He does not forget His promises. He will not forget you. You are blessed. And from this month of April, begin to walk in greater light, blessings in Jesus' name. Somebody put your hands together and give God praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, it's beyond a religion, it is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus.